well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name is Owen, and I'm the Dungeon Master of this ragtag group of adventurers, and we are up to episode 29 of our Tyranny of Dragons campaign. This is the penultimate... Along. Yeah, this is the penultimate episode of the Horde of the Dragon Queen, part one of the Tyranny of Dragons, which means we are, as of uh, the next session, halfway through the entire campaign, everybody. Um, which is a bit... <laughs> bit crazy. Um, I'm going to die. <laughs> um, yeah, you're all going to die, that's it. Uh, I should probably introduce these lovely people who you can hear talking in the background. This campaign is all about them after all. Um, I shall pass over to them. Me first, Claire. I'm Claire. <laughs> I am playing Mira, the Dragon Ball Sorcerer, half silver dragon, half red dragon. Um, she's a key bean. She's looking pretty hurt right now, but... She is ready for an ultimate test, even though she has no idea what she's doing. And she's currently running in the dark, I'm pretty sure, because Dragonborn have no darkness. Yeah. So. <laughs> I am Michael. I'm playing Teleri Fleetfoot, the Tabaxi Monk. I'm looking a little damaged, but resolute for what lies ahead, whatever that may be. And Jared, you're the last one tonight. Sorry, hold on. My uh, yeah, I'm good. My mic wasn't working. I actually like went to introduce myself, and I'm like, oh. wait, why is no one like? Why is no one like jumping? Why is no one responding? My mic is a little busted since I dropped it. Um, anywho, I'm Jared. Um, unfortunately, it's only three of us today. And who are you playing, Jared? Yes, yeah, so I'm playing Jin. Uh, uh, Resident Changeling. Um, currently, I am a big uh, crimson scaled uh, dragonborn called Rogar. Um, and we've just gotten to a huge uh, tussle up with some uh, storm elementals that were, I think, homebrewed by you, Owen? They, yeah, that is an, an Owen homebrew. Um... So the lightning bolt was fun. It's, it's, I, I've, my health really fluctuated. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm looking a little bit bloodied, but I'm okay. I thought you guys um, thought you guys enjoyed that. I thought that was uh, thought that was fun, right? Oh, that I didn't fun. say oh, well. not enjoy it. I just said it was uh, a bit rough on the HP. Yeah. Yeah, the old HP. Yeah. Well, you, 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 you were standing mano and mano against one of the um, elementals. So yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Everyone else was fighting the other one. I was just slugging out with uh, the, the lesser one, just one on one. Yeah, you, you were brave facing them head on. That was that was very brave. Um, uh, well, look, before we get it, <laughs> what was that? Sorry, I probably could have died, but I was just like, "Fuck, I'm not." If I run away, I'll just probably die. So, yeah, stay here. very possible. Um, yeah, before we get into the recap and um, go through some stuff, yeah, we have only got three players here tonight: um, Claire, Michael, and Jared. Unfortunately, the others are not able to join us, which is a huge shame. But we will carry on without them. Um, Andrew has just had um, a child be born, so <laughs> he might be a bit I guess busy. So. Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to be a little That's bit fair. busy heading forwards. Um, so hopefully we'll get him for this uh, this second, well, for the for the next uh, episode, which will be the the last of the tyranny of dragon, uh, the last of the horde of the dragon queen part of the tyranny of dragons. And then if he only sort of comes in every so often after that, it's it's not a big deal. But we may be looking at recruiting another member um, as time goes on. We'll see see how everything travels. Um, other new stuff. We have a new overlay, a new um, a new background, which I've been working on. Um, so I hope you guys really like it. I'm going to be animating all of my um, Twitch overlays uh, as time goes on. I just thought this would be a really good one to start off with. Uh, and seeing as we started off in the clouds, I thought this was a good, good little 
cloud-based uh, animation to go to start off the uh, start off the animations. So yeah, I hope you guys like it. Um, that's it all the news. Very for nice. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't have to fish for that at all. Um, how are you guys traveling? Any any fun news from you guys for the uh, for the lovely people? Um, I got Candlekeep Mysteries. Blood would recommend. Ooh, very nice. Are you saying we should do a one shot uh, live of Candlekeep? Yes, I am. <laughs> what a shot! Yeah, it's a one shot. I, 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 it's, it's weird for you to recommend a D&D adventure for us to play. <laughs> Did you see Mark? Mark no. Boom's one. Oh, no. One. I'll have to check it out. I feel like we should pay homage. Yes, we should. We absolutely yeah. should. Yes. Mark Humes of the High Rollers. Um, definitely go check them out. They're really cool. They were the inspiration for me getting into D&D. So, yeah, I absolutely love them. And, and Claire as well, actually, I think. Is... Yeah. Um, well... We should probably jump into the campaign. So, um, our journey has been following the escapades of the Tempest Adventuring Guilds from the League of Adventurers based in the Merchant City of Oxenfurt. Mira, Azua, Wiltix, Jin, and Talari have successfully infiltrated the ranks of the cult by killing and impersonating one of their leaders. The party have been investigating the Flying Castle's Skyreach, an ancient cloud giant abode the cult had claimed as their base of operations. Having successfully infiltrated the ranks of the cult by posing as mercenaries hired by Talus the White and Borngrey, minor leaders within the Order. The group have managed to convince Resimir, the holder of the Black Dragon Mask, that they were sent to prevent sabotage by the enemies of the Order. After exploring the upper levels of the castle and having an interesting conversation with one of the Ogre Guards, the party decided to enter an old, abandoned tower. Inside they came face to face with a vampire, Sandesul Morja who claimed to be the real owner of the Flying Castle and loyal to the cult in its previous form. Stating that she disapproves of the new goals, Sandesil allowed the players to live on the condition they assist her in removing the gem which controlled the flight of the castle, thus allowing her to retake control. As the party left to locate the control room, the castle came under attack from air and storm elementals, and a dangerous battle broke out with the party only just able to push back the creatures. We rejoin the characters as they hurry down a long stone corridor, carved like a cavern into the mountainside as behind them the storm clouds begin coalescing once again into the familiar forms of the storm elementals. Um, we, we pick up exactly where we left off last session with you guys dashing into this cave entrance, um, attempting to flee into the tunnel beyond out of the range of the lightning blasts from these powerful elemental beings. Um, as you begin hurrying down the corridor, uh, Azua and Wiltix sort of just at the back of the party uh, as the rest of you lead the charge. Uh, what I'd like each of you to do is to tell me what you're doing as you flee down this corridor, because I think the last thing we left off is you guys said, we'd like to flee down the corridor. What are you doing <laughs> as we flee? Um, are you looking out for danger? Are you trying to sort of keep an eye on where you're going? Are you just focusing on running and getting as much speed as you can? Are you keeping an eye on the flank? I'd like to know what everyone's doing, starting with Mira. Um, Nero will call up her red claw um, and swirl her silver one around um, conjuring uh, a spark of fire surrounded by ice shards that dance into the air and cast dancing lights to go down and illuminate up in front of us. Very nice. Um, Talari? Well, Talari is going to sort of keep, is going to stay to the front of the, of the troop and um, <laughs> Because 
let's face it, I mean, he can, he can catch up whenever he needs to. So what he's going to do is, is he's going to keep pace with them, um, but he's going to keep stooped and just sort of like um, casting his vision, because I have 60 feet for dark vision, so casting his vision with the help of dancing lights. And uh, watch out for obstacles as well as any possible enemies that come through. So, Absolutely. Um, I'd love a perception or investigation check from you, Talari, as you power through this corridor. Natural one. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> So, 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 so let's he's, roll. Roll. He's, he's still hurt from the fight, so keep that in mind. I, yeah, the way I sort of see it is your your eyes are sort of a little bit off kilter. As you sort of sprint in, the lightning blast which you took before has kind of dulled your reflexes, and you find that your pupils, which naturally would expand the second you enter a dark place, are a little bit sluggish and non-responsive, almost like they've, um, yeah, like all, all muscles in your body and, and nerves are not conducting uh, signals as well as they normally do. There's, um, there's sort of like a little bit of a residual, almost like a slight paralysis effect left over from this intense lightning blast that you just copped. Um, look, there's always there's always got to be some sort of scientific explanation for the stuff that happens, and I'm I'm going to give it a go every time. Um, the way is clear. Yeah, it's all good. Um, and Jin, currently disguised as Rogar. Uh, I will take it from what Talari said everything's a-okay so I'll just keep chugging along I'm going to cast um, a level 1 uh, cure wounds my pack magic mm-hmm. because I I need that wait hold on just oh, this is metagamey I'm, I'm going to use a free action to look at Talari yep. and look at Mira and I'm going to both ask them how they're feeling it's just sort of me gauging what the HP without metagaming hard Absolutely. Um, do you want to make me an insight check as you sort of examine them um, and try and figure out from their body language and movement? Ten. Um, Ten. I'd say Mira and Talari, you may give him in 25% jumps a percentage of how hurt you look. So 25%, um, uh, yeah, 25% HP, 50% HP, 75% HP, or 100% HP. I think you can you can do it in 25% jumps. I'll uh, say 75. Mm-hmm. Uh, 25. Oh boy, Mira. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say in that case, looking at looking at Mira, um, Jin, she is hobbling. Uh, there is a limp to her step, and her scales are clearly singed from that blast of lightning. Um, you I can think sort of I'm see a, bit, a, a wince. I think I'm a bit better well off. Like I do have a little bit more because um, I'm about look. I'm about forty percent, thirty five percent. So that's uh. And, but I still have shield and stuff like that, so and I have a high armor class. So I'm going to cast uh, Charm... No, not Charm Person. Cure Wounds. Uh, <laughs> uh, I heard Charm Person. Level... Um, Mira, that's going to be a Wisdom set. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what we... She gets six, six. HP. Six. That's not too bad. I rolled a two. Could have rolled a... That could have been a lot higher. It's plus four. Yeah. Could have been a 12, right? Because you can roll a D8. So. Yeah, Let's just get it But hey, look, six is uh, something she didn't have before. So let's do that for now. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, uh, I guess, continue making our way into the cave. Absolutely. Um, as you guys continue sort of powering forwards, you see Azua and Wiltix um, behind. Wiltix is kind of focusing on looking back, trying to keep an eye, make sure you guys aren't being followed. Um, whereas Azua is watching the rest of you sort of occasionally pointing out like, oh, um, there's there's a little bit of a rock to your left, Talari. Just uh, jump over that. Yes, okay, good. Don't trip. Um, as he sort of sees you guys, he's sort of like helping you guys along from behind uh, with his keen vision. 
Um, fantastic. As you guys continue moving through the tunnel, um, I'll have Talari, you rolled a natural one, so you won't see anything. Does anyone have a passive perception above 14? Oh, I have 16. 16. Um, bard. I love the bard. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jill Monkey. As you come round a bend, as the corridor leads deeper and deeper, you lose sight very quickly of the light behind you, and the, the, the cave itself is very dark. Um, you can still hear the crackle of lightning and the boom of thunder, occasionally shaking and reverberating through the stone around you. Um, but you continue on, you, you carry on down this corridor. After about 10 okay. 15 seconds of running, ahead of you, you suddenly notice a section of stone forming a bit of an archway above where you are currently located with a number of very faintly grey glowing glyphs just in front of you that's glowing on this archway very very faintly um it looks like mira and talaria just about to pass through the archway when you spot it okay i'm gonna gesundheit i'm gonna quickly shout to them hey stop stop for a quick sec our face what i do not see anything Oh, I don't know. Like, can they? I don't know if they have dark vision or not. Is this like how dark is it in here? I have pretty, 120 feet. Pretty dark. However, um, Mira is currently casting dancing lights, so the area okay. around her is illuminated. I just, um, I will gesture to the archway with the the runes. Hold up, there, friends. Um, do not know if this is dangerous or not. Let's be very careful um, traversing this. Sure. I do not imagine that it would be good. But unfortunately, these runes I cannot read. That's a good point. Are there any type of language that any of us can decipher? I'd say now that you guys have had a little bit of experience, you've you've spotted giant runes before with the teleportation circle. Damn it. So I would say that you are pretty... Pretty quickly you go, oh yeah, these look very familiar to the runes that we saw on the teleportation circle. This looks like it is probably giant magic. Are there any, um, uh, like if I investigated, are there any sort of buttons or levers or wires or... Oh yeah, no, make me an investigation check, absolutely. I'm having a little bit of trouble seeing, would anyone like to... (laughs) (laughs) I could help you out. Talari will assist, it sounds like. You may roll with advantage. 20. Six six for the first roll, 20 for the second. You had to fish quite heavily to get help on that one. Um, I didn't didn't really hear it. What was that, sorry, Claire? That's how you make the bad rolls. Yeah, you just just asked for assistance. Did you guys high five? Is that what I just heard? (laughs) (laughs) You can both take an inspiration point. Um, That's uh, that's ultra cute. Hey, um, I can't high five anyone here. Oh, and this is not fair. <laughs> you know that Steph is welcome to join our sessions anytime. She's not she here. Well, that's on you, mate. That's not on me. I'm gonna message her. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, Mira. As you have a bit of a look around, definitely no buttons or anything like that. But as you examine the runes, um, one of your dancing lights that comes a little bit close to investigate passes underneath the archway and immediately disappears oh it but just just goes out instantly in a puff oh okay so the hall continues but the magic did not it seems to be did anything 
Was it? Did the to the puff of like did the um dancing light just disappear and then nothing else like showed itself like a portal or anything? Exactly right. The dancing light just as it passed through the archway just disappeared instantly. Just the single ball. Oh. I think there's three three balls of dancing lights you conjure. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So you've now got two. There's um, and you. I would probably say mirror seeing as this is your spell. You do feel um because normally you can control them. You feel that control of that globe is gone. It's it's just gone. I'm going to pass my staff through there. Your staff uh, passes through? No problems at all. You just see your staff just hanging in empty air um, on the other side of the... as you just literally hold it in midair. No effect at all. I'm going to... Oh, this might be... Actually, hold on. I'm going to cast Prestidigitation. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to... It says I can do stuff like create an instantaneous, harmless sensory effect, such as a shower of sparks, a puff mm-hmm. of wind. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do just a shower of sparks at the um, at the thing and just sort of see what happens to the shower of sparks, if it disappears or not. Where are you positioning the shower of sparks, just so that I can describe this with the most accuracy? Okay. Um, basically, the archway in front of it and mm-hmm. in where the dancing lights disappeared... Yeah. Okay. So the sparks, like, um, um, the yep. shower of sparks appears in front of the archway. Um, what you notice is as soon as one of the little sparks crosses the threshold of the archway, disappears. So it's almost okay. it's almost like they're hitting an invisible wall and disappearing on um, as soon as they touch this this uh, this invisible barrier. And then, I wonder, I wonder, my friends, what would happen if you did it on the other side of the door? Can I can I go around to the other side, Owen? As in, you can, like when you cut it, you start it from the other side and see. Do I have to walk through it or can I go around you it? You have to walk through it. It is flush with the stone walls oh. and ceiling. <laughs> I do not know how much I, I love how uh, I love how in Dungeons and Dragons, all you have to do as a DM um, is have a slightly different coloured section of stone with some runes on it. And look what it does. Yeah. They're losing their minds right now. Look at them. Hey, they have to be careful. Door is the worst enemy. It is ER 40. Oh my god. I'm gonna um I'm gonna do a perception check just to see if there's anything coming up behind us. Um yeah, if absolutely. there's any other any other uh, secrets yeah, that lurk. Absolutely. In the I'd say Wiltix is probably helping with that, so you may roll with advantage. So I was All gonna right. have Wiltix do that, so that's that's perfect. Uh, Eight and twelve. It wasn't great rolls. As you as you look back again, you can still hear the occasional of thunder reverberating through the stone um no sounds of footsteps no lights coming from behind you just the faint glow of the outside air ahead um actually probably you would hear the whistling of the wind as it comes through this sort of narrow opening it sort of makes this um this very almost like a tonal uh uh, wind whistle um i can probably uh... oh i don't know if i don't know if we're picking it up because of noise suppression oh yeah that's fair well, it'll be on the it'll be on the recording. If you turn screen. off, if you turn off noise suppression, then we can hear it. That's true. I yeah. I can, can just I can flick it off and on. As it goes through, yeah. the, um, goes through the tunnel. Anyway, they're in bed. It'll be on the um. It'll be on the podcast. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> uh, I fear if I pass over this threshold, I might be a bit useless. But there is. <laughs> Is there anything else around us, Owen, in this cavern? No. Um, as you sort of have a bit of a look around, I'll, I'll use your perception roll from before. As you as you look around, um, and and combine that with Mira's investigation as well, it just looks like 
a very roughly carved stone tunnel that has this sudden um, archway of stone built into the walls and ceiling in this exact spot, and then there's nothing else before and after. It's just seems to be very randomly placed in the middle of this tunnel. <laughs> All right. The runes on this um, on this archway are they carved into the wall, or is it like stones that are carved onto that are embedded in the wall? Yeah. So the the archway itself is um, a section of the stone wall and ceiling that hasn't been carved away as much. So it's sort of um, it stands out a little bit, almost like a relief. Um, design on the stone and it and they're carved into the stone itself so it's it's just all part of the same stone that makes up the cave itself uh it's just that this bit has been left a little bit protruding from the walls and ceiling to form a clear demarked border between one side and the other that is it but like i said i am not much for magic so i'm going to see if i can pass through the door what do you think i'm going to give it a try because i know that well, um not affect you First things first, do any of you actually speak giant? Uh, I do not. I think these are giant runes. I don't think any of us speak giant, unfortunately. Uh, Wiltix Wiltix looks over and goes, "Ah, I I, I speak giant. I speak gnome, the opposite. Perfect. Thanks, Wiltix. Very, um, yes, very helpful. You are useful as always. I say, I say, I say, thank you for your help in Gnomish. And oh, in Gnomish. And I'm great. Hmm. Uh, Wiltix sort of cocks his head and looks at you and then responds in Gnomish. I thought I was the only one who spoke that. Huh. No, fair enough. Ah, the roads are long and these stories are convoluted. Oh, yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> this takes like five minutes to say because everything in Gnomish is so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's sort of, it sounds like a little bit, there's almost like a hint of um, screech to it as well. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> right. Let's just have 45 minutes of that. <laughs> and yeah, unsubscribed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave us followers. I'm sorry, I'm no, um. Oh, um, in response, in response to that, someone has redeemed their channel points to summon a monster for eight thousand channel points. Uh, so no. we're gonna see what that. <laughs> he did. He did summon a monster. We're gonna we're gonna see what that monster is soon. Oh my god! Bloody <laughs> <laughs> <Funny> fucking Andrew! <laughs> oh no! Well, okay, I'm going to step through the doorway and see if I can... Yeah, I'm going to step through. I'm going to summon a monster as well. Uh, You can't because you're part of the stream. Um, Yeah, you step through the... What am I meant to do with my 12,000 credits? Spend them on other things. Like, if you save up, you can can do a stream with me if you save up enough of them. I already do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, I'll create an NPC. Yeah, create an NPC. Talari, as you step through the archway... Ooh, very Ooh. nice, oh, very nice, Andrew. Oh God! Um, no, don't say anything. No spoilers. Um, Talari, as you step through the archway, you feel nothing. You just step through. You're just standing on the other side. No, no effect at all. It's just like walking forwards, like normal. Oh man, I don't think. Mm. I'll, I'll just hold one talon through my silver side. Do I feel um, anything? 
so currently you are, I think you are still disguised in your black um, makeup, aren't you? So with your black paint on and everything like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, you've reached through. Nothing happens. Don't feel anything? No, don't feel, don't feel anything at all. Alright, I'll walk through. As you you fully pass underneath the archway, you do feel a very faint vibration in your chest, um, sort of centred very close to your core, just for a few seconds, and then you feel fine as you step through on the other side. Um, But your dancing lights immediately disappear, plunging the cave into darkness. Yeah. I'd try and summon them. They immediately summon to your side on the other side of the archway. Um, Your three dancing lights. Three... Three dancing lights. Oh, right. it's, yeah. It's three you get, right? Like three globes. You can summon four, but yeah. Oh, yeah, no. then you get four. Yep, then you conjure four. Yep. Huh. Hmm. Do I look different? Um, uh, no. Looks the same. Exactly the same. I, um, I turn to my companions and I say, Look, I don't think that we'll be able to, um, discover the secrets of this without knowing how to speak giant. So, fortunately, I think this might be a bit of a dead end for us currently. Don't think it goes down to the engine room? Well, um, well, I think when we did that uh, perception investigation check, Owen, you only really said that this leads to this spot, right? There's no other little... No, no, the, pa- the passageway continues onwards um, and starts heading Oh, up. my God. I thought this was a dead end. Oh, no, 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 no. The passageway continues onwards for as far as the eye can see before it's, um, the, oh, the, the okay. slope upwards takes it out of your view for the rest of the tunnel. Okay, all right. Well, um, shall we continue moving on then? I'm willing to keep going. I feel okay. It, it seems all right. Well, do you think that we should maybe take a short rest down here quickly? Do you think it's a good idea? Or oh, a rest. I shouldn't say short rest. Maybe we should find somewhere a bit more unexposed. Can I also? Well, this is not bad, actually, because it seems like the effect is only temporary, yes? And it only affects magic, yes? I do not know much about magic, but I can assume that some of the creatures outside are possibly partly magic, I do not know. So it is possible this could be some sort of temporary defense if we were to be attacked but we'd all have to be on the one side of it not to split yes is there any like well look well if it's up to if it's up to you guys um, we can push through this and we can try and find any Elkos or anything like that somewhere just to hide out for a, a little bit that sounds very good idea just to get some of our vitality back Absolutely. I, I, could, I could definitely use a rest while my muscles are a little uh, singed, I guess you could say. So um, I guess with that, Owen, we'll move on ahead and try and find a, a little yeah. alcove just to take a quick short rest. Absolutely. If everyone, of course, wants to. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, Mira, um, you're already on the side of the archway. Talari, you are too. Um, Jin, Jin Illyrian, a Jin disguised as Rogar. As you pass through, can I have you make me, as you feel oh. this tugging at your core, something, a strange sort of tingling like pins and needles moves up your arms. Could you please make me a constitution saving throw? Yeah. What about that? 
17. Yep, you, the tingling subsides after a few seconds. That pins and needles sensation leaves you um, as you pass through the other side and no no more effect. You feel, you feel can fine I, once again. Hmm. I know I did a insight check way back. Can I do another one to try and just sort of... I'd say this would probably be Arcana of... now. We're heading towards an Arcana right. check, right? Yeah, because you want to know what, Arcana's what was happening Arcana's not crazy, but I'll try. Absolutely. Let's check. 16. Um, it felt like the magic that helps the magic that you use to help change your form because it's not it's not a fully natural process it is a magical process that you do to take on the appearance oh, of yeah. others based on I what have you've no seen. idea how changelings work um it de- de- it's it's a it's a magical effect definitely um as you as you pass through you feel something trying to disrupt that magic but you are able to fight it off and maintain your form um as Rogar as you pass through cool um Azua is the next one to step through. I will roll for Azua as he steps through. Uh, you watch as golden wings begin to grow from Azua's back. Oh. His skin begins to turn an even paler white and his eyes glow golden before with a flash of light he vanishes from in front of your eyes. Wait, so he's just gone? He disappears from in front of your eyes. <laughs> oh, fuck! Uh, Riltix sort of pauses and looks and goes I I don't I don't think I want to go through that anymore uh, that might be best I think perhaps we'll meet you at some stage is he is he okay like is he is he alright what's I, happened to him I, I, <laughs> he returned to the paywalls is that where he's from that's where he's from is he Although he exploded in divine light, which yeah. I always expected he would do one day. Have um, have me and Talari and all that? Have we seen that form before? Uh, you guys have caught a glimpse of it back in the forest. Oh no, Jin, you never have. Um, actually, Talari, you haven't either. No, it's only Mira and Wiltix who've seen that before because that was back in the forest when you guys um, came up against the stag. But yeah, even then, like it was only like a little flash, a not like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's probably, um, that, and that's definitely new for you guys. Yeah, that's the first time you've seen that. Mira, not for you. You've 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 seen glimpses um, before. <clears throat> Mira, um, what the fuck was that? Look, I've never seen it to that extent, but he has another form. He's divine infused soul. He shares with his brother. It's not that strange, the grand scheme of things, right? I guess like uh, Wiltix goes. Well, I share my soul with a wolf, so yeah, I guess that's not that weird. Well, I'm glad. He just he just disappeared in a puff of smoke. That could be problematic. There is that. Yeah. Do you reckon he's all right? Um. Honestly, I don't know. I myself Um, felt a little tingle as I passed through, but nothing happened. I'm uh, I'm kind of scared to step through. I might go back to being a wolf again. Well, I, I honestly, I can't, um, I don't know. You can try, but you might just revert. What, what do you guys think? I'll, I'll follow your lead. What do you think? Mm. Uh, Delirio doesn't know, but how magical is his transformation? Um, you, the few times you've seen it, his body, like, doubles in mass and size. That mass and size has to come from somewhere. Um, That's so he, he's um, 
Oh, also, I was carrying So, wait, wait, Wiltix, when you... Uh, what is your original form? Is it Wiltix or is it the wolf? Well, Wiltix or Wolftix is what you're asking. Uh, Wiltix is my original form. Okay, well, I assume you'll revert... I don't know. I don't know how magic works, but that is my assumption. Well, Mira, you're more versed in this. Look, I do think that overall this is definitely magic-based, or it repels, or it nullifies magic, or maybe magic is used to to um sort of start the teleport process. I'm not really sure. I don't know what will happen if you uh, walk through here. Up to you, my friend. It could just be a gate. All right, let's give it a go. Stand back in case I go in case I go rabbit and kill you all. Stand back. Um, I'll do is an action to grapple with me, James. Okay, so you're going to ready an action to grapple Wiltix if he looks like he's going to turn into the wolf form. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to. Get ready to cast Tasha's hideous laughter on him if he turns. <laughs> like this is this is one of your closest friends. I do love that. <laughs> this is. Hey, the... it's not gonna kill him. <laughs> no, that's true. It's just gonna um, incapacitate him. Miri, do you want to ready to cast a fireball? Um... <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, why not? Um, what what are you doing, Miri? Are you just gonna step back. I'm just gonna step back. I trust Wiltix. I think more than maybe the other two. I, I trust him too, but you know, sometimes everybody needs some help. Perfect. Um, Wiltek steps forward underneath the archway. Um, as he sort of goes to sort of step to the other side, sort of because he's got small legs as a gnome, his first step is like in the middle of the archway. And as he goes to take the second step to get out the other side of the archway, um, he sort of freezes in mid in mid sort of stride. That's that's a bit of a weird feeling. That feels very tingly. Ugh. Very tingly. Yes, that's, that's what I felt. That's what I felt. Um, you watch as his limbs begin to elongate, his ears oh. grow, and fur begins to spread across his face. But as it does so, the edges of the archway begin to pulse rapidly. Chains, silvery chains, lance out from the runes and bind oh. him, grabbing him and pulling him into the air. Oh, that's, that's not very pleasant anymore. And then suddenly, he begins dissolving into that same light okay yes. before that yes i'm gonna i'm gonna try and oh look i'll give it a go i'm just gonna eldritch blast on the chains i'm gonna try it yeah yeah absolutely get repelled no do an eldritch blast i'll absolutely. give it a go should i like just roll it uh yes roll to hit because the chain is a small 15 is enough definitely 15 and four and uh, 11 force damage nice as you blast this eldritch uh, energy towards the chain it actually shatters the chain and one of his arms gets Ooh. free um, he reaches up to yank the chain off the other arm, uh, and as he does so, the pulse of light suddenly grows stronger, and then, with a flash, Wiltix is gone too from your sight. Okay. Um, the runes on the top, uh, two of the runes are now glowing with a bright red pulsing light. Um, this sort of regular... Woom, 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 woom. <laughs> God well, damn it, it happened again. Yes. I'll, I'll let out a couple of swear words in English. Uh, yeah. Um, Wiltix and... doesn't respond because he's just been dissolved. No, no I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Wiltix seems to be gone. And with hey, that, uh... the two players who aren't here tonight, 
they're gone. We don't have to worry about them anymore. Fan <laughs> fucking Hey, Andrew and um, Simon, Simon just sorry, you know, your, uh, your characters are dead. Yeah, they got killed by the light. Um, yeah, no, the, the Wiltix and Azua seemingly vanished. Um, Mira, you're pretty adept with spells, and you spent a bit of time examining the teleportation circle. Would you like to roll me an arcana check, please? Probably won't help her because I was too busy doing an Eldritch Too busy trying to Eldritch Blast. 15. 15's good. Um, yeah, 100% what you just saw. Again, you, you already knew that some of the runes along the top were very similar to those that you've seen on the teleportation circle, which immediately to your mind you think, okay, there's some aspect here that's teleporting. Um, looking at some of the other runes and the way they're pulsing, it almost looks like a warning signal. Um, yeah, your gut feeling as you look at this and examine it, this magic does seem to be some sort of uh, internment spell where creatures that have certain uh, magics are tested and potentially imprisoned or sent away or banished um, to prevent them accessing this this area beyond where you guys are currently standing. Um, there is some effect here to prevent certain magics from being allowed to pass. Well, in that case... I think we'd better press on to see if we can shut this system down. Yes, also we do not want to be where this is. That and um, we might even be able to find them somewhere in the castle. If they, yes, if they've been teleported. If they are still in the castle. With that, we quickly we quickly uh, flash to the ogre who threw himself off the tower. As he falls next to him in the air, two flashes of light appear. Uh, oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. At least um, he has friends. At least he's got friends. <laughs> you know, um, fall with. They look at him. They both scream together. Yeah. And a ball of petunias. Hmm. And a sperm whale. Um, fantastic. Uh, yeah, what, what would you guys like to do? Uh with haste. Yes, let's press on. Oops. I think Sorry, we'll guys, I think we'll try and stick seconds. with the. Uh... Oh, yes. Right, all good. Let's there we go. see what we find. Sure. Yeah, let's let's try and find a little alcove and just collect our thoughts <laughs> and get a short rest and just figure out what the fuck just happened. Fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. You continue on down the corridor for another two minutes before coming across a large open room. Um, tables and chairs are scattered around, and you can see there are. The remains of what look like ancient food that has been left here to rot and turn to dust. Um, but the chairs seem to be in fairly good nick. There's no signs of rot or decay on the wood. Um, it seems like this is exactly what it would appear, some sort of resting chamber deep within the, the confines of the mountain. Are there doors on the... On the um, only doors? another tunnel. Uh, only another tunnel leading directly up a series of stairs um, to some larger open area beyond. Uh, what you can hear as you enter this area is the clicking of clockwork very loud this large ticking of um of clockwork and the occasional sort of crackling of energy um coming from that room beyond oh god <laughs> that was there anywhere safe to hide before this room um just the tunnel itself uh, you could definitely chill out in the tunnel though if you want to go back and chill out in the tunnel you can go back and chill out in the tunnel good we also could use his tables and just on some yeah. right <laughs> abandoned yeah. we should be okay are the tables and chairs humanoid sized giant sized um, as with yeah. all the furniture in this castle you could just hide oh. under the table wait actually, is that possible for us to hide under the table oh yeah 100% actually one of the chairs is overturned um, 
the three of you could sit comfortably with your backs to it out of sight <laughs> oh my god okay yeah this is this is for cloud giants uh, cloud giants are um uh giants they're big yes yes this reminds me of the time I remember we were all shrunk to very minuscule size and running around. Oh, I do remember that. In the tavern. Yeah. Oh, that was a fun one shot. Maybe I should run that one for the... Um... Oh, shit. That's the one I'm going to run for Harley and the, the other streamers when I do. That's because that one was great. Yeah. That was, was great. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to do that. Sorry, carry on. Um, yes, that sounds... Sure. It's after all right. Yeah, we'll so hide cool. in the little, in, or not the little, but we'll hide in the um, in one of the giant chairs. Yeah, yeah. And you guys just move around the other side and crouch down behind, and you you feel like you're pretty safe in that location. You you, you don't think anyone can see you easily. You feel secure. Um, you as, may as, all as, take. Oh, sorry, yeah, go. So as we shut up for a short rest, I just wanted just to um, uh, turn to Rogar and be like, Rogar, my friend, I. It's been a, a bit of a, a bit of a, a strange day. I, I, I 100% admit. Um, I did notice a couple of times you've uh, inadvertently, perhaps, sent people almost directly to their deaths. Um, I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering how how it is. Is this a strategy of yours? Has it uh, like? Are you okay? Like that's that that's. Ogre just grew so off the building. It's quite alarming. Well, the way I look at it is, the more squabbling and the more sort of uh, mischief I create will make it harder for the uh, cult. And I will admit that it was not part of the plan. However, it like, look it, uh, and I start sort of like becoming a bit like um, not awkward. Mm-hmm. But I start like sort of stuttering a little bit because I'm trying to come up with something to try and frame it like it was my master plan. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go for it. Um, yes. Um, yeah. Look, it, it was a pleasant surprise, I guess. Look, um, it's it's you know, I I feel for the the poor ogre that threw himself off, but that is just one more enemy we don't have to worry about, or one less enemy. Um, yes. Um, Genius uh, tactical thinking on my part. You can thank me anytime you like. Insight check. <laughs> uh, f- yep, you may roll an insight check. Um, Jin, you're not lying, so that would be a persuasion check because you aren't you aren't telling a lie. Uh, uh, persuasion. Now I rolled a two. Oh man, plus ten to your persuasion, Jin. My God, classic yeah, card. Uh, um, That's because I, I I made that a um oh, whatever yeah. it's called. Even worse. Oh. Delirious. Oh, hey, you I see I, I thought it was a mistake at first, but you are a mastermind, are you not? <laughs> I'm just sort of sitting there soaking this up going, Yes, uh, yes, yeah. Mastermind and then you got Mira, just I imagine what's Mira thinking is as she clearly knows that I probably didn't have that in my master plan no <laughs> yeah you, you get the sense that he did not so. look Jin we're all going to do things I think that we may regret but it is for the greater good yes for the greater good the greater good <laughs> the greater good <laughs> well, just, just what he had to do with that vampire that seemed 
Yes, that was a shame we didn't really get to speak about that event as much as we did. That was quite an interesting sort of a sequence of events. However, that could have turned a bit poorly for us. However, we also then just walked straight into a storm, a storm elemental, so it'd be good to have a little bit of a, a little bit of a rest. All I'm saying is that we're going to have to do things that, well, maybe uncomfortable. I mean, this is true. I absolutely agree, but, you know, there is, I feel a very subtle line here between what is, you know, for the greater good and for the cause, and what is just sort of wanton destruction, you know? I mean, that's that ogre was perfectly happy to let us go. We would not have to have drawn blood. I'm trying to make myself feel better, Terry. Oh, I see. Sorry, I'm, I'm just trying to think. Like, yes, sure. I'd like I mean, to think are. that we weren't all just chaotically going around and knew what we were doing, but... Well, Jin, reassure me, please. Well, look, I'll be perfectly honest. When I was going through and doing my little things, they were more meant to be just shenanigans, a little bit of a play around with the ogres. I did not mean for him to take it so literal and throw himself off the tower. Um, it was not malicious. To, uh, I'm just being completely honest with you. Um, shenanigans. Yeah, yes. Shenanigans. A little bit of little bit of tomfoolery. Mira looks Tom that ended up in potential uh, death of an ogre, but um, yes. I mean, I, I, I can agree it is, the ogres are not innocent, but at the same time, I, I just, I just, I worry perhaps that it is not, that like, the death of the ogre is like, okay, well, if he fought us, we would have killed him anyway. I'm just worried that if your shenanigans get things killed, that it could, I don't know, perhaps hurt you in some way. Result, because we need to carry the deeds we cause with us. Ah, uh, yes. Moving onwards, we, we we shall see how. Um, yes, maybe just keep the shenanigans to a minimum. Actually, when I think about it. Well, no, I like your shenanigans. Do not get me wrong. They are the hilarious, but it is. Uh, I just feel like the that uh, it it that. That death was nothing if not shocking. Yes, that was that was quite shocking. Hmm. He just he just I don't even know I don't even know why he threw himself off and being honest. It, like it seems like he put a lot of his self worth in that ballista. It seems one like, shouldn't live like that. That's true. Just way too much leaning. Just too much. Uh, just way too much investment. Your um, your conscience at this point, uh, Jin, does whisper to you. Yeah, but he didn't need to die for it. <laughs> at the same time, I will admit, I'm talking like this, but I will admit, Jin's not feeling horrible about it because a he feels like the ogre just went way overboard, <laughs> and and b it is an order of the dragon uh, ogre so he's not like super torn up about it if he had done that to like an innocent like someone who wasn't part of the order he would actually be like a lot more torn up about it but because it was a big ogre that was 
like part of the order. He's not super torn up about it, but at the same time, he does feel a little bit guilty. But we have learned that ogres ogres have layers. Onions have layers. Ogres have layers. Onions have layers. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, you guys finish off your short rest. Is there anything that you're doing in particular during the short rest apart from sort of discussing the morally grey um, aspects and the ethical implications of your current behaviour? Oh, well, like, um... <laughs> oh, sorry, what did you guys say? I was going to say, we're all just comparing alignments right now. Because, <laughs> yeah, chaotic neutral, I... chaotic neutral, chaotic neutral, chaotic <laughs> neutral. Well, I'm chaotic. I'm, I am chaotic good. So it right. does a, make a little bit of sense. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. Well, because you didn't intend for him to do that. That wasn't what you intended. No. Your, your intended goal was mischief. Um, I was just playing around with his head because I'm a bard. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, if, if anything, it's more of second effects. Yeah. He's just bard to the um, bone. Bard to the bone. What a That sounds like a really cool one shot. Uh, oh, yeah. Someone should run that one. Someone yeah. should run that one shot. Um, um, yeah, so anything else during yes. your short rest? Or... Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm undertaking this discussion semi-contorted as well, because I'm doing my uh, yeah. stretch play. You're doing your stretches, absolutely. Which for and a cat I'll sort is of be patching myself up. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be patching myself up and I'll be sort of keeping an eye out for any, like, um, potential threats, I guess. Potential shenanigans. Um, <laughs> or potential threats that might kill us. Fantastic. Um, make me a perception check, just just for old time's sake. Nine, oh, man. Fantastic. Um, actually, I do have a favor super quickly of Claire and Michael. If you guys could jump onto your roll 20 in the top right-hand corner, if you click on the settings button, um, can you see one of the boxes just underneath Master Music Level is called Enabled Background Chat Beep? Yes. Could I get you to click that so it turns off? Um, Awesome. What that's going to do is it's going to remove the uh, noise every time chat um, does a roll. Oh, Because we gotcha. don't need it. We don't need it. And you don't need it. Oh, no one needs it. yeah, yeah, yeah. No one needs it. Um, perfect. <laughs> I, I only just discovered that this session, and I have turned mine off as well, because I was like, damn, this is so annoying. There must be a way to turn it off. There is a way to yeah. turn it off. There we go. Um, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys finish your short rest. Um, as you undertake your rest the thundering noise from outside does begin to die down a little bit the occasional <laughs> crashes of lightning uh, and rumbles of thunder does seem to sort of die down a bit um, apart from that the constant ticking that of the clockwork coming from the room beyond and the occasional crackle of energy continues um, as you guys finish your short rest I, I hand back over to you Okay. Well, I, I stand up and I dust myself off. Well, look. What happened with the yoga? It was unfortunate. Um, we'll move on from it, though, and we'll complete our mission. That is the utmost importance. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I dust myself off. If Mira sit next to me, I'll offer my hand to um, help her, um, you know, stand up. I'll take it with my red hand. Yeah, <laughs> okay. It's warm to and the touch. I'll, I'll uh, lift her mirror up, and I guess we'll continue on. Fantastic. Should we be sneaky spy? 
probably not a horrible idea. Please feel free to roll me some dexterity checks for stealth as I Um, bring you across to the engine room. Do you both have dark vision? Because I think, Mira, you wouldn't have dark vision. Does Talari? I do, yeah. Okay. So I'll just say to... I'll just say to... um, Oh, God. Nice. Problem is, though, to... that was the second roll. So 12, oh, yeah. 12, and then the natural 20 for the 22, unfortunately. Um, I'll say so... to Mira, look, just um, stay close to the meal to Larry. We'll, um, we'll help you. I'll stay... I'll stay at the back. I'm at the back. Okay. Absolutely. Alrighty. As you guys move up... Um, the very, very large stone steps, which for you guys is almost having to climb up each one. Um, You come to a corridor leading out into a large open cavern lit with all different colours of light emanating from these four large gemstones set into beautifully carved dioceses around a large circular platform. In the far end, an image, an illusion of the world itself spins and rotates and below you you see nothing but a sea of gears ticking and turning away uh, and the occasional crackle of energy across them as you cross this narrow stone bridge you can see in front of you this large open area easily 60 feet wide this large circular platform across these large ticking gears that are turning Um, the smaller ones turning incredibly quickly the large ones this as they rotate. Talari looking over the railing and his tail's twitching in time to the um, ticking. Yeah. Uh, it's, this, yeah, absolutely. This room is... It is disturbing. There... So, um... Oh, so it's only really... So it's just a bunch of, like, clocks and gear working around us. Massive gears. Um, gears easily 30 feet wide, some of them only 5 foot wide, but all of them massive, um, ticking away below. As you sort of look below, you can see glimpses of the stone floor through the gears, but you think anything passing through would just be chewed up by the teeth of these um, bronze and copper gears that are constantly sort of turning and ticking. Um... Probably about 30 feet below you as well uh, is when the gears start. This platform is quite high. It's quite raised. Look, obviously, like, you can't tell me what I what it is, but um, mm. Rogar or Jin is going to have a thought that this could potentially be the engine room. Mm. So, just to, I will actually whisper that. Could this be the engine room? There's a lot of gears and such. I would say so, and even if it isn't, if we disrupted this thing, surely that will interrupt some of their machinations. Um, okay. I absolutely we... agree, but this is... Look at it, it is a symphony. It is. Is there like a central... Like, with my sort of... I know this is very ancient storm technology, but... Mm. I already know that this is kind of apparently powered by necromantic energy. That's what our Lady of the Night was saying. She she mentioned that uh, necromancy was used in the um, the powering of this ship, yes. Yeah. So do I sort of get any hint of evidence of a ritual or like spell that I would be kind of more familiar with? 
That sounds like an arcana check to me. It's ironic that I'm actually not that good at <laughs> You're more sort um, of like naturally innately good at magic. Yeah. Well, look, because I'm talking to her yeah, about it, we're discussing it. Yeah. Just cool, it. thank you. Yeah. I think, I think you can have help for that mirror. Natural spell casters. <laughs> oh, thank oh, god you had god. help. Natural one. Natural one for a total of four. However, the help action has brought that to a 16. Ooh, that was close. Um, as you're looking around, you can't figure out how necromancy could possibly be involved in this. So the gemstones themselves look to be the source of the power, very clearly, the, the four different coloured gemstones. The gears itself is the transmission of that power. Um, yeah, to your eyes, this looks to be um, a very, very advanced and very um, well-implemented version of Magitech that is used today. This this sort of seems to be a very, um, very ancient implementation of it, and on a much grander scale than anything you've ever seen. But some of the Magitech items that you've seen in Palin during your time there, um, crystal power core. Um, gears for transmission or wires for transmission and then the effect um you're assuming the flight is the effect the gears the transmission of power and the crystals themselves may be the source of the power um if, if it's anything similar to the way magitech works uh in today's time well because this is very ancient this is well before the ruin um but yeah i mean to your eyes you're not quite sure how necromancy could possibly be involved well they did also say that the crystals were the source of the control room as well, so... And yes. also, didn't they say that um, yeah. the necromancy was after the construction of this city? Yes. So yes. they're using the energy to take place of something that was already done in fact. Ah, this. So the Red Wizards would say that's... They so were not here. This could possibly be older than that. Yeah. Although this is modern. No, this is very ancient. So you, this, it's, it, it reminds you of some of the more modern Magitech. Um, but this, this contraption itself looks to be ancient. Like the rust and the verdigris on the gears, especially the verdigris copper, um, that sort of purple, uh, mm -hmm. greeny blue mottling that happens to copper as it gets super old is very clear on a lot of these gears. You can actually see them on the map, some of the gears that have got that yeah. purple. Yeah. It's a really cool map, this one. Yeah. yeah. Well, Seafoot Games, uh, credit to Seafoot Games for this one. Well, nonetheless, I think if we disrupt the crystals somehow, we can disrupt much of the much of the activity of this world, this city. I just don't really know how we could do that. I mean, if they conduct uh, some sort of uh, uh, energy, do they not? Is there a maximum amount of energy that they can hold? Good question. Is there a way I'd know that, Dan? Is there a way um, I can the crystal and kind of gauge its power? Like, that's a very sorcery sort of thing. That is a very I sorcery know. sort of thing to do. I'd say probably you would have to go up to them and examine them more closely to do that. I will do that. Um, yeah. While they're doing that, can I just... Is there any figures at all in this room anything like is it nothing, just us in these crystals yeah exactly right nothing that you can say apart from i'd say the thing that really stands out to you is at the far end of the room um is that uh, illusionary um globe of the planet itself um mm. nostea which definitely stands out to you um Ooh. you've never seen anything like this oh yeah. okay yeah this, you know, this do is a quick perception stunning. check just in case yeah absolutely 23 um well 
as you have a bit of a look around, you do see uh, around the dais that makes up the area uh, where this illusion is coming from, huge amounts of clockwork parts that don't seem to be doing anything. Just massive piles and lines of these gears and plates and wires um, and springs and coils all sort of basically like coiled around the entire breadth of uh, and the entire width of this platform that is providing this illusionary um, version of the planet but they don't seem to be turning some of them don't even seem to be connected to it like you can see um, wires connecting it to the rest of the clockwork below and, and above but these parts just seem to be surrounding this illusion and you're not sure what they do looking at them they don't seem to be part of the design cool Anyway, um, but I will I'll, say I'll actually, let, um... on the central dais, you also do spot a single black crystal jammed into the center of the dais, which does not look to be part of the original design. It is um, only about um, probably 60 centimeters tall, 20 centimeters wide. This jagged black crystal um, that has literally been speared into this um, metal. It's been almost, yeah, it looks like someone's been hammered through. Yeah, it doesn't look like to be part of the original design. With 23, you definitely see that. Okay. Um, well, so let's jump over I'll... to Mira really quickly as you yes. examine the... Yeah, um, let Mira do that. Yeah, Mira. Oh, you're going to go for the blue crystal. Fantastic. As you move over and begin examining the crystal, you can see that, yeah, massive amounts of energy are being channeled through this. And as you look, you, you realize the crystal isn't the source of the power. The crystal seems to be a conduit for the power. It's actually moving and diffusing and changing the, the power itself. But it's not the source, it's just a conduit. In fact, all these crystals look to just be conduits of power. Can I trace the power back? Absolutely. Um, you can see that a number of... You can actually see the wires behind the crystal. A number of the wires are heading below and off to other parts of the ship. Um, but the main passageway is actually leading back towards this central dais around the side of the room, uh, all the way past this red crystal, and then these massive coils of, uh, of energy, um, these massive coils of, of copper and bronze which are hooking up to the central dais um, and all of them sort of centre around um, this protruding section here with the black crystal at its heart. I'll make the way over there but do, as I go along, can I kind of get a sense whether this is like an elemental energy, like lightning or fire or ice? Or, yes, know, absolutely. Um, the first crystal that you're walking part, past um, the, the blue one seems to be containing... Oh, I will stop you right there. Um, the first crystal that you're walking past seems to be containing some sort of elemental energy of, of the plane of air. Um, there are like series of, of like condensation and, and clouds forming around the crystal. And inside the crystal, you can see the occasional crackle of lightning. Um, the crystal to the north seems to be connected to the elemental plane of fire. You can see flashes oh, of, of fire. Um, In that case, yeah. probably be drawn towards that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the two, two towards the south uh, you don't have a closer look at so you can't, can't really see from where you are um, Talari, what are you doing while this is going on? I am still entranced by the uh, the ticking and the talking um, <laughs> you are, you are a uh, tabaxi so it does make sense that the ticking of the clockwork would be somewhat um, captivating for you I, I just to uh, use my uh, uh, distraction to stare at the gears and try and figure out if there is possibly a way to 
disrupt this process mechanically rather than magically. Oh, mechanically. Um, make me an intelligence check. Just Ooh, a flat intelligence check. Not good for me. Fourteen. No, minus minus one. So you rolled a fifteen. That's not bad at all. Fourteen. Um, Welcome to as, the club. <laughs> as you look across the gears, you can see that some of them seem to be more integral to others. A number of the much larger gears are providing and transferring power to a number of smaller gears. And as you sort of trace it back, you can see that underneath each of the crystal dices, there is one main gear for each crystal um, that is transferring the majority of the power from that crystal to the rest of the smaller gears around it. So uh, underneath each dice, there is a large gear. So there are four main gears in total. Uh, you think disrupting one of these would cause some serious problems disrupting all of them there'd be no way to repair the damage if you were able to destroy all four gears it would be very difficult to repair um and you think it would deal quite a hefty blow to the airship you i'd say it, with your with your intelligence check of 14 you think that'd be enough to permanently cripple the workings of the airship and you would come crashing back to earth very very quickly or sorry crashing back to nostea very very quickly <laughs> Yes. Hmm. And one more thing, as I'm contemplating this, do we, did we find I will turn to Roka, Roka, my friend. Did we ever find out where our friend was holding up that airship that we came in on? Because mm. I remember him saying he was going to hang out in the barracks, I believe. But I don't think we ever found out who that was. Oh. That guy. Let me check my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so the the person you're thinking of, I'll be I'll be nice, DM. The person you're thinking of is the well, driver on. of the small. Oh no, go. Yeah, go. No, no, no. Please. Twist the air, Janassi Porter. Yep. That's all I've got, though. I don't know where he's where he's actually. So he currently. he was manning a very small um a very small airship, similar to almost like a um like a small yacht uh, airship that was used to transport you guys and goods up to the airship. Um, I would say that you guys remember he said he was going to dock and then head to the barracks on the lower floor. Right. Yeah. So you, you guys have mostly spent your time on the upper floors of the castle. You haven't been too much on the on the lower floors. The lower floors is where he dropped you off. Um, you guys haven't spent much time there in the last little bit. Because uh, if we were able to somehow bring this session down, if we destroyed this fort, do you see the big cog? If we destroyed us, uh, I'm pretty sure this is going to fall out of the sky. If we did, we would need some way to not get crushed in the ensuing chaos. That is a very good point. Because um, I feel like it would definitely be good to have an escape plan in mind if this does crash. Mm. I'd rather not go down with it. No, we, we, we are not captains. We do not need to. <laughs> you don't want to be the captain? I am the captain now. Look at me, I am the captain. Look at me, I am the captain. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'd say by this point is Talari and Rogar are having that conversation. Miri, you've had time to go closer to the uh, the elemental gem of fire and have a bit of a, an investigation of it. Um, is there anything particular you wanted to do? And my question is, knowing Mira, are you touching it? <laughs> I don't because... touch it. Yeah, you kind of do. <laughs> so my question is, are you touching it? I think... She definitely get close to it because this is the power that kind of runs in her veins and is like mm. suppressing her. So I think 
I kind of turned back to the others and I just say, we don't need to destroy it, just disable it enough that we'll have time to run. Perhaps if we destroyed the conduits, it would fall apart one by one. But equally, we could just interrupt it and Is achieve nothing. There perhaps a way to subvert the power and take it for ourselves. At this, Mira almost unconsciously reaches out towards the crystal and almost, almost just strokes it. Go on. Do it. Touch the crystal mirror. Yes, mirror, good. Now touch it. She's <laughs> hungry look in her eyes. Now touch it. No, that's, yeah, so you reach out, you, you, the part of you that is still sort of bonded to the ice um, resists this lure of the fire, the lure of the flame, um, but it is hard. And you, you feel that desire for that, that burning power. But you don't touch it? I'll roll for it. Okay. I think that makes sense. Um, (laughs) Wisdom. I I think that's a wisdom saving throw. Yep. And I'll let you set the DC. So tell me the... Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, tell me the DC before you roll it. And we'll determine what what that roll means. Do you know know what that means? What does that mean to you? Does that mean you succeed? I I didn't. I was just going to go a straight 10. But, okay yeah no fantastic yeah. in that case with the 13 you have the wisdom to resist uh, and you are able to assert control over yourself um, so now you you choose you, you are fully in control of your actions but you do feel that pull that lure of the fire i pull back yeah absolutely i, I turn around and i say let's bring this down quickly mm-hmm. Let it be done. <laughs> I see avarice shrinking in the eyes. That's... In, in order to distract her, that's a black crystal in the middle. Ah. Oh, yes. Yeah. do you think that might be? Oh, I'll have a closer look at that. Well, um, do you notice sort of how it's been almost like hammered and like jammed? That, um, oh, no. Okay. It definitely doesn't look like it was part of the structure beforehand. Yes, it's definitely. Yeah. I'm going to stop you right there. That is beautiful. <laughs> you just you just stay right there, my little chickadee. Um, <laughs> as you step onto the first step, there's a sudden glow as all of these patterns and runes adorning the stonework around this hologram, this, uh, around this illusion, I should say, begin to light up. And all of that collection of gears and springs and metal plating begins to shudder and roll together, forming, pulling itself bit by bit as you see an arm form and then possibly it looks like a tail. And then rising from the mass in the center, a large head with savage, wicked teeth, spines down a long reptilian looking neck and large bat-like wings with what leather binding it together <laughs> as emerging from the as emerging from the bundle of gears and scrap a clockwork dragon forms 
I would like everybody to roll me some oh, initiative. Oh dear god. <laughs> fucking cool. Uh, it's yes. cool, but terrifying. It is terrifying, I agree. Oh, I didn't think my boy, sorry. Um, yes. You can go first, Tiller. I think you've got more decks. I've gone full homebrew yeah. now. Every monster you face shall be designed by moi. Um, uh, so now cool. I can I can take out Azua and Wiltix and Rogar, you rolled a 18, so we'll take out the 14. Mira, have you rolled initiative? 13. Yeah. Let me just click on this. I think because um, you had not clicked on your token. Naughty, mm. naughty. 18. I should probably roll initiative for the Clockwork Dragon now, shouldn't I? Um, let's have a look. Looks like it's an initiative of two. <laughs> That's a shame. Um, alrighty, well. We're not oh, in combat, God. but rising from... Just, just we're going to go into initiative so that I can keep track of time because this seems very important. Uh, oh, and we should probably... We should probably put on... I'm thinking. Mm. Change the music. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds good. Nice and tense. Perfect. This one's called Powerful Tension Building. <laughs> um, I've named yes, them based on their that. emotional theme and power and weight so that when I'm in the moment, I can quickly click on them and know it's going to be a break. Oh, man, this is perfect. Um, really okay. good. Oops, did I make that way too quiet? I did. Um, alrighty, so uh, it looks like Rogar, you are up first. Um, um, Talara will go first, because I think he's got higher decks. Yeah, I do. I do. And I, I rolled an 18, but I also unfortunately forgot to click on my token. I apologize. Yeah, there's only um, two initiatives at the moment, Owen, from what I can see in the turn order. What was that, sorry? Oh, Talara ahead of you. Wait. Can you guys hear Owen? No. no. Oh no. Oh wait, no. You're good. We can hear you again. Can you hear me? Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, I think, you, sorry, Talari's ahead. Sorry. Talari's ahead of the uh, ahead of you, isn't he? Because his dex. Yes, is he's got high dex. Yeah. Okay. So this doesn't seem like something we can communicate with, right? Or you've um, you've got Maybe. no idea. As as you see it rise from the uh, rise from the bundle of gears and, and uh, metal plating, it doesn't it doesn't make any noise. Just the the, the clacking of metal and the ticking. Uh, and actually, I would say that as it sort of reaches its full form, there's this sudden, um, this grinding metal noise deep within its chest, and this and then the eyes begin lighting up, and uh, electricity crackles across its jaws and claws. That's yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take my movement. <laughs> I like the uh, the um, sound that you've effect. done. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's good. I like that. All right. So that, that, that's the sound of his feet. Yeah. So he, he gets up in front of it. I'm gonna try. Oh, clockwork friend, dragon, uh, being. This is a master's cave. To order which you have created. I'm going to try and charm the deck. Yeah, make <laughs> me a um, make me a persuasion check, I guess. Oh, monk! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> crazy, crazy monk. Eighteen. Um, wow! As you, as nice. you, yeah, very nice. As you step oh. up and as you step up and begin trying to commune with this creature, its eyes turn on you. Um, it. 
makes no no speech, no noise at all, not even the sound of breathing. Um, just this from the clockwork that's powering it as it turns towards you and, and regards you with its head slightly cocked, tail sort of flicking um, behind it. My my tail is matching its its tail for the time because I, I assume it's still within rhythm. Yes, I would say that with your with your persuasion check of eighteen, I'd also I'm going to let you roll a really quick insight check as well because you're you're trying to commune to it, which means you're also open to reading its body language. Eleven, um, this thing looks like it is poised. It is crouching a little bit lower. Claws are extended. Um, you get the sense that this thing is not sentient, and it is going to perform. Uh, a task that it has been set prior. It is a clockwork oh. clockwork device. It is not capable of thought. Fuck. Shit. Alright, alright. Right. Now, okay, so, okay. Is it a, okay. The, um, the clockwork that I've been watching for a while always yes. has logic to it. Yes. Is there a logic to the workings of the dragon? Some, like, linchpin in the system that seems like it would... is important. As you look over, the, the plating, the armor plating, covers all the internal workings. You glimpse them for a second as it was assembling itself, but you've got, you would have to spend your full action trying to examine this thing and try and locate, and you think it's going to be very difficult because the, the sounds coming from inside are all areas that are heavily protected by this metal plating. Um, you, you suspect this could be difficult. Okay. Not impossible, but you think this would cost you your action to try and figure out if there is some integral gear or spring that if you cut, the whole thing will wind down. Okay, all right. So I just went through the clockwork brain my way. Okay, so I will try and do I will try and do that. I will try and do that. What would that be? Would that be a perception? Sorry, I just missed the last few seconds of what you said. My headphones had a little glitch. What did you say? Sorry. Oh, right. Okay. I'm. I'm. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to try that. I'll use my action to see if I can figure it out. Absolutely. Um, you can make me a investigation or a perception uh, check. Your choice. Twenty-three. As you look, um, you can see that a number of the gears in the neck seem to be very integral to allowing the um, mouth to move. You can see there are some gears in the shoulder, just visible, that are integral to allowing the legs to move and the claws to work. Um, at its centre, glowing beneath gaps in the armour plating, there seems to be some energy source crackling with lightning, and you suspect that that is probably the central core of this creature, buried deep beneath the armour plating. Um, but you can see that, yeah, there are sections of the neck and sections of the shoulders that you think might be prone to damage that could potentially cripple this creature. Fantastic. All right. I will continue to twist my tail in time with its beat, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to spend a key point to take patient of it. Absolutely. Uh, Rogar, you are up next as you see the clockwork dragon. Uh, okay. Semblance. I'm going to 5, 10, 15, just try and get us sort of like spaced out. Mm -hmm. Um... Look, I wouldn't know the information that Talari just got. I want to do a check. Mm -hmm. um, I want to try and figure out, just judging by looking at it and how it's structured and how it's built and anything else, Like, I want to sort of get like a sense of its capabilities and then sort of um, 
compare it to our capabilities and see whether or not we could actually take it. I imagine something like that would be in action. Yeah, I'd say that could be insight, because you're sort of using your battlefield insight or perception or investigation. And I'll give you different information depending on which one you pick. Mm, I think, because I'm going for more like a combat capability thing, I think perception, I don't know, like, it is my better role, Mm -hmm. um, but I think insight might be the better one. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, let's go with that. 17. Okay, good. As you examine it, you think this creature is very... Its size is that of um, maybe a young dragon. Um, You think, looking at it and the way it's moving, you think you you guys might have a chance here. Looking looking at its um, armor plating, it's still made of bronze and copper. It's not made of, like, titanium or mithril or anything like that. Um, The the gears themselves, you think, if they're damaged, it's going to cause some serious problems. Although the lightning crackling across its moor and uh, talons does give you pause, you think it could deal it could deal a bit of damage if it's given the opportunity. Cool. All right. Um. Well, it hasn't it hasn't attacked us just yet. I'm gonna use a free action to say. I'm not gonna say it loud. I'm just gonna say, guys. Um, what is our play here? Are we engaging this or are we backing off? Like free action. When they get to their turns, they can reply back. Or you can have it as like. Oh, I'd say I'd say as a free as I'd say that's a free a free reaction basically to respond because you, you guys are all together in the initiative order so that makes sense in my mind. Um. Uh, well, I will relay as much of the information I found out as possible. There are weak points on his neck, and I believe the uh, cord is his heart. I also have a feeling that we could do this. Okay, Mira, what do you think? Should we attack it? Engage it? Let's do it. All right. Cool. Um, All righty. Let's let's throw down. Yeah, what I'll do is then, I'm going to bonus action. I'm going to cast Hexblade's Curse on it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Ah, yeah, so there's no... I don't, don't, like, elect anything. So it's just got Hexblade's Curse. Um, and I gain 3 plus bonus to damage rolls, score a critical hit on 19 and 20 and regain 6 HP if it does. Fantastic. I will mark it with... Um, I reckon... I think this one makes sense. The chain in the heart. Cool. Alright, so, um, yeah, well, for podcast viewers, so, as I've sort of, I'm sort of, I'm sort of, like, circling it, I'm sort of trying to, like I said, taking these capabilities, sort of compare it to ours and realise we sort of, we're we're on a good playing field, um, and talking to Talari and Mira as well, just getting a little bit more intel there. So I've sort of come, obviously all of us have come um, upon the decision that we can take it. Um, and it's probably a idea, it's a good idea too. It's pretty pivotal, I guess, to like sort of take it in combat because, you know, we could really disrupt the uh, castle here. So um, as after chatting with them, I sort of, as I'm stalking it, I sort of fling these, I, I'm going to change up a little bit. I'm going to have like these spectral sort of like, green special green chains appear in my hands i'm going to fling them into the ground and then they're going to appear um around the uh, clockwork dragon and sort of start latching onto it and that will be the the hexblade's curse fantastic i love it all righty and you were did you say strength you were hexblade oh no sorry hexblade's curse. Oh, sorry not not hex. hex sorry yeah you're right carry on um so that's your bonus action any action yes oh my action was to oh hexblade's curse yes sorry yeah 
Oh, Hexblade's Curse is bonus. Um, I'm pretty sure it is the, a bonus action, Hexblade's Curse. Yeah, it is, but um, wait, the capabilities, like, I thought that was an action. Oh, I'd say that's a free action to sort of size it up. Okay. Yeah, that's okay, a free action. Okay, cool. Uh, if I got an action, then. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Well. So you guys are pretty battle-hardened. You can, you can size up a foe in, in a couple of seconds. Ah, oh, cool. Yeah. Even better than... And you, saw, you, you know literally gonna... saw it form out of, like, the composite parts. So I'd say, yeah. All right, you, you know I'm gonna... I'm gonna cast... Uh, I'm gonna cast Heat Metal on it. Yeah! yeah. Absolutely. Oh. oh, okay, that rolled my fire damage. Fantastic. Yeah, because it just, it just takes the damage. Perfect. Yeah, as yeah, you, sorry. It's as really you... big, but... No, that's, no, that's fine. That's just Choose a, a yeah, manufactured metal object. Absolutely. Um... Now, the question is, can you do it to the entire creature? The answer is no. You can choose one of the armor plates, however. Okay. Um, um, yeah. So, which one? With the armor plate, would you choose a um, cog in the neck? Yeah. So is that what you, is that what you, was that one of the um, ones that you sort of described? He did call yeah. out the weak points are the neck and the shoulders, is what Talari said. To all him. right. Well, I'm going to concentrate on the area, uh, all the plates and stuff around the neck, as much as I can sort of get, I guess, with the spell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fantastic. As you as you concentrate and push out this energy, um, the cog that you can sort of see coming out from the side of the neck there glows red hot. Um, and as it does, it slightly expands, pushing aside the armor plates ever so slightly. The creature shakes its head violently, um, and you notice that its jaw begins to hang off on a very slight angle um, as it takes... It looks like it takes a little bit of damage as this this gear glows red hot and seals to, seems to deal some internal internal damage. Very cool, very cool. Um, alrighty, um, I think you've still got movement if you'd like it. Quickly. Uh, okay, yeah. Hexblade's curse doesn't apply because it's not a damage roll. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fine. What I'm gonna do is. I'm gonna stay where I am. Maybe just move back a little bit. I sort of want to be within range that I can run in, but I sort of want to keep a space just in case there's any AOE. So I'm pretty happy where I am. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll pass it to Mira. Mira. Uh, Mira, what uh, would you like to do? Mira. Mira. Uh, I'm glad. I, I'm glad you all stepped back. Um... <laughs> it's a fireball. I can sense it. <laughs> well, oh my all, god. First of all, what I want to do is I want to. I, I saw this creature, but I also want to have a quick look at the black crystal. Is it like glowing? Is it connected to this thing? Is it sort of like? Can I get a sense of what like yeah. all this is doing? Did the yeah. Clockwork Dragon come from the crystal? Like? No, no. That was the bundle of um. It was it's the bundle of parts and gears and things that were sort of scattered around and assembled around the actual dice itself. That's what I was describing before. All those composite parts that seem to be making up this area. Um, yeah, of course you can. Of course you can examine the black crystal really quickly. I'd say that. I'd say that's a free action. Just sort of quickly glance over and look. It, it, so I'll describe it again to you physically. So what you see um, is a, a large black crystal, maybe 60 centimeters tall, 20 centimeters wide, that has been jabbed through the metalwork here. What, what looked like finely made controls and very intricate uh, connections has just been shattered as this crystal has been driven through the center of the control panel here. Um, as you sort of glance over Mira, and you're quite close to the crystal now, uh, it, it has a, a very strange purplish shimmer to it. Um, it looks very odd. Something something feels very off about it to you as you look at it. 
Okay. Well, let's see if it burns. I will cast fireball. Um, Are you going to move back a little bit? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm going to back up towards it. Unconsciously, I guess. Uh, and I will cast five, four. Yeah. So, make a deck saving throw, please. I would love to make a deck saving throw for you, Claire. Let's roll it. Yeah, I'm not sure if that changes. Ooh, 15. 15? Nope. Yeah. Alrighty, and what's the range of the fireball? Is it 20 feet? It is 20 feet. 20 feet. Let's just quickly, so that we can see how large that is. Yeah, perfect. There we go. Did he so fail? He, yeah, he fails. Yeah, so it, uh, oh 15 God, is, no. I think 15 you said was a fail mirror. So yeah, he fails the roll. Um, would you like to roll me some damage? It also might objects in that area. What was that, sorry? Ignites flammable objects. Uh, absolutely. Ooh. 25 damage he does not like that um his leather wings uh these beautifully carved leather wings with these intricate scale-like patterns that have been embroidered into them ignite and burn away and begin burning as the leather is destroyed um by this fireball um some of the metal components that are joining uh elements of this uh, hologram and illusion together begin melting as well and catching fire it looks like you are damaging the control panel quite significantly as you do this um fantastic yeah a very nice fireball anything else on your turn mira uh oh i don't i've moved backwards um and Fantastic! Absolutely, I'll get rid of that fireball now. Although I might, I might just put it away somewhere because I probably am going to need it again. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, the Clockwork Dragon. You guys have learnt from the Storm Elementals. You are no longer standing in a single line. Um, <laughs> however, the dragon moves five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Um, so now you all are standing in a single line. Actually, sorry, what's its movement? Sorry, 40 feet. Sorry, it can get even more. There oh, we go. Geez. Fantastic. Um, beautiful. As the as the clockwork dragon with these grinding of gears and clicking of and whirring of springs begins moving into position, um, you see it take up a spot directly below, um, closer to these crystals where you are currently um, standing in front of, and then opens its more wide as a blast of lightning shoots down in a 60 foot line that is five foot wide so if it shoots it down the center of you guys that is going to be everybody Wait, five foot wide yeah so actually just talari and mirror or rogar so actually it will do talari and mirror position it there talari okay, and mirror i need you guys to make me a dexterity saving throw um you do not want to fail this is what i'm going to say <laughs> Uh, mine's an advantage of patient defense. It is, because of patient defense. I'm going to use inspiration. Oh, you, Mira, inspiration. you may use your inspiration. <laughs> a, ten, a 10 is a good reason to use inspiration. Oh, yeah. Okay, so 19 for uh, Talari, oh, 14 that, that, that's a good, for Mira. Is that a pass? Mira, that is just not a pass. Oh, oh. So close. Um, but Talari, you definitely pass. 
Um, oh my god. Um, that is 41 damage. Oh shit! From this blast of lightning as it shoots down the line. How are you guys looking? What, um, what is this? What, what, um... Lightning damage, this is. Okay, yeah. I wish Mira's it was cold down. damage, sorry. Mira's Mira down. Down and was nearly out. Oh Mira's my god. Yeah. How are you looking, Talari? Um, so I take half that, right? You do, and I think, um, if you've got evasion, you take, um... Half again. Half yeah, again. So I, I take ten, so I'm yeah. alright. You're fine. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's this, basically, Talari just jumps in the air, and the full force of this lightning, as it crackles down the line, just strikes Mira, um, burning through you, Mira, as it... Yeah, wow. Sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> All right, let's you stand in the line again. I'm next. You are I'll, in. I'll look back at, at Mira. Mm-hmm. Can I use my reaction to talk to him? Yeah, of course you can. I'm just going to say, Tari, don't worry about Mira. I've got her sorted. Keep going. Pummel that fucking thing. <laughs> it's it's really creepy. This, this, dragon's not, this dragon's not roaring. It's not making any noise. It's actually a little bit creepy, um, I would say. Oh, yeah. Because it is made of clockwork, yeah. Well, the, the, um, his anger and the... Static electricity in the air has caused his hackles all the fur to raise in the back of his neck and down his spine. He doesn't yep. answer with words, just. He just hisses, yep, nice. I'm going to launch myself at him. Absolutely. So, absolutely in range, and I am unloading. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do uh, attack, which is two bonus action. I'm going to flurry of blows, and then I'm also going to throw a stunning strike down. Ooh, very so, nice. The... I'd better roll a constitution save. Ah, so it's going to be two key points. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so roll, roll your damage, and then I'll tell you about the results of the um, Sling Strike. <laughs> oh. 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 24 is going to hit. 24 is oh, definitely going to hit. Okay, so the two, the two 24s absolutely hit. Um, the 14, not so much. The 15, not so much. But the two 24s, absolutely. Alright, so I roll damages for those. Yep. And that's two-handed damage, so that's 20. Absolutely. So he throws himself forward with the rage of a cat that's just been dipped in something wet. (laughs) And um, he he runs and he's going to sprint forward and he's going to sort of jump in the air and his first hit is just going to be a straight stab with a staff. Mm-hmm. Into um the into the front of the dragon's uh, its like its forearm or foreclaw. Yep. And it's hit and it's going to launch him up a little bit higher, and then it's going to use the second hit just to clock him across the face. And then as he falls back down, he's going to try for two um, scrapes with his hind claws, which aren't going to get hit. Yeah. The the armor sort of moves and clicks into position as you come through with your claws, and the, there's this horrific screech as your claws grind against the bronze plating. Um, but yeah, you can see significant dints and a number of broken gears and a couple of springs poking out from the edges of the armor um, as the creature's movements become slightly jerkier from your attack. And how did he, how did he go with uh, rolling that DC save, which is 14, by the way? Oh, I was going to say, I rolled an 11, so that's a fail. Um, and this thing, this thing is not immune to being stunned because, because as you crack in, 
uh, you actually knock one of the gears out of alignment um, as you knock the teeth and the whole thing nice. shudders to a stop and freezes in place. Um, what you do notice, though, uh, is from inside this creature, you hear clicking start this... And you can see the gear is... Uh, basically, what's happening is that the, the crackles of energy are starting to move the gear back into position that you've knocked out. But for the moment, it right. is completely immobilized. That's how so we're going to explain. That makes... Yep. Yeah, okay. It's yep, just okay. it's just flavor for how to explain stunning strike on a clockwork creature. Um... Anything right. else on your turn, Solari? Did you want to move at all? Um, nope. Not yeah. or, or, cool. I'm, I'm distance, but nope. Yeah, no, absolutely. Stay in combat. Just oh god. Yeah, move up. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm going to circle over this way. Yep. Um, I'm gonna sort of. Okay. So bonus action. I'm going to cast. Uh, oh. healing word mm-hmm. on Mira to bring her back up. Yep. Bonus action healing word. Roll me I'm some health. I'm just going to do that. Yeah, I'm just going to do that as a uh, level one. Mm-hmm. So five oh, no. healing. Five hit points, Mira. You're back. Look, you're not making death saves. So hey, look. That's, that's always good. Yeah, exactly. And she's back up and she's, she can use her turn to do something. Yeah. Um, so I'm Time just going to... Gonna... Cool. So yeah, I've, I've got Mira up. And yeah, I'm just going to pummel him with the Eldritch Blast. Going to be aiming for that sort of neck region again. Um mm-hmm. So, concentration spells. Um, my heat metal is still up, but it's mm-hmm. a bonus action to use it again, so I can't do it this time around. Yep. But um, I'm just going to sort of pummel where I have done the heat metal. Yeah, uh, Eldritch Blast. Yep. Fantastic. So, yeah, roll, roll, to, roll to hit. Uh, Ooh, so, that's 10. 10 but is not take it, quite not enough. very good. Yeah, not quite enough. As you blast this Eldritch energy out. Um, it just dissipates against the uh, the metal armor of this creature, which seems to be very tough. All right, one more. Eldritch Blast. 18's good. 18's going to hit. 14 Fuck force it. damage. And that's 14 force damage. Yeah, as you uh, strike through mm, the necrotic energy from Hexblade's Curse. Plus, it just says a plus three bonus to damage rolls. Yeah. doesn't actually exactly right. say it, I think what pretty damage sure it's necrotic is. from memory for Hexblade's Curse. Uh... Um, you can double check, but I'm pretty confident it is necrotic. So Hex is necrotic. Oh yeah. Hex Blade's Curse just says a plus three bonus to damage then rolls. Whatever damage it is, yeah. So plus three um, force damage in that so case. Seventeen force damage. Nice. 17. Yeah. As you crack through, um, the creature now has a number of dints and scrapes. It is looking, not looking like it's in a particularly good shape. Uh, anything else um, on your turn, Ruga? Yeah, I'm oh. gonna move here. <laughs> I think I'm good there. Yeah, absolutely. Next up in the initiative order is Mira, who is currently lying on the floor prone after taking a absolute shitload of uh, lightning damage. But you're still alive, and but you're still even alive. if it's just a little bit. I got blood coming out my ears, but I'm alive. Yeah. I will. Oh, actually, Mira, <gasps> you went down to zero, which means I'm going to need an injury check, and the DC is the damage that you took. Oh no! So uh, I need you to roll me a forty-one. <laughs> so would you like to roll me a Constitution saving throw that you cannot possibly pass? Okay. Oh no! Is this the D one hundred? This is the D. This is the D twenty injury table. So roll me. So yeah. Oh, natural one as well. So you definitely fail. Um, I'd like you to roll me. Let me just pull open my injury check uh, for lightning damage. Could you please roll me just a D twenty flat D twenty, no bonuses. You have a table for, like, 
thunder damage. Yes, for lightning damage in particular. I've got every <laughs> single hilarious. every single type of damage. Five. Okay, mirror. Uh, oh. oh, an arc flash occurs from the lightning as it ignites something on your person. I actually need you to roll me another d20 as it actually uh, triggers a fire effect on you, which could be good for you. This could be good. This could be good. Oh, no, one's not good. Um, Mira, as this burst of lightning strikes against you, um, the arc of energy ignites your magic. And actually... I think it doesn't make sense that your fire side would be affected by this. Your ice side, this sudden force of fire damage. Your your fire side protects you uh, on your left hand side, but on your right hand side, one of your eyes is burnt and scarred. You have, for the moment, you have disadvantage on wisdom and perception checks that rely on sight and ranged attack rolls. Um, oh, the ranged attack rolls suck. It sucks. But area of effect spells and things like that is not a problem. Um, but you have, for the moment, you have lost an eye, and I will chuck that into chat so you can see what that does. Um, yeah, you have you have currently lost an eye. So just my blue yeah, eye. Your blue eye. Yeah. No, my what's, what's some of the typical stuff we need to do to help her get over that? So there are you can you can get a, a magical eye put in that will, um, will replace the eye. You can get a prosthetic eye put in, like a prosthetic limb. Um, you could also go and get a high-level um, spell done, a he- high-level healing spell. So um, uh, anything like any sort of major restoration-style spell would probably help with that. Fuck. Great, yeah. So nothing that could really help us. Nothing that no. you can do on this, this console. <laughs> Unfortunately not, unless you come across okay. some sort of spell scroll. <laughs> Fuck. Ooh, that was a bad one, Mira. One is the worst you can roll on these injury tables. Um there's one of them where you lose your frontal lobe. I think it's a psychic damage. You lose your frontal oh, lobe, and it, re- it reduces your intelligence by okay, it's a it's a lot. Like it's a, when I when I sort of was like looking at these and putting them together, I thought, man, that would suck. But in, like psychic psychic stuff never happens. Yeah, you've got disadvantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma checks, as well as intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saving throws. If you fail a save against bludgeoning, force damage, or psychic damage, you're also stunned. <laughs> yeah. Don't take don't take psychic damage and fail uh, on an injury check. It's not good. It's not good. How much intelligence can you lose? Um, oh, it doesn't. It doesn't reduce it. It just gives you disadvantage. I thought it reduced the stat, but it oh, doesn't. Thank God. Yeah, thank, thank God. I think, I'm, I think I'm originally intelligence. I think originally it did, and I I then modified these so it doesn't change your stats at all because oh. that's a bit harsh changing stats. That could have turned me into a blubbering idiot. <laughs> it's like a rock. Um, Mira, yes. Yeah, so as you stand up, you one side of your body as you sort of come to you haven't quite realized the, the scope of your injuries yet but as you sort of open your eyes half of your world is dark you can only you, you're sort of you you find immediately there is something very wrong mm, okay um at this point Vera probably wouldn't think too much about it she'd just be like breathing hard one eye milky the red eye it's gone yeah, because your cornea uh, is now scarred. Yeah. It's going to need a transplant. I'm going to do yeah, a D-neck on that one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. Sorry. Massive nerdy stuff for surgeons out there. Carry on. <laughs> um, oh she will come around. Yeah. Oh my god, man. <laughs> she will just hold out one arm towards the red crystal and then one arm towards the dragon. Mm-hmm. Just channel some of that sort of fire Ooh. through one of 
fucking javelin to cast fireball again. Okay, so um, where are you placing this fireball behind? Okay, so there. Yeah, oh my god, it could hit. It could hit the. Uh, oh god, it's gonna hit the other crystal. Or do you want it? Or do you want it there? Uh, there. Yeah. yeah I was. I didn't get to Larry. No, no. One foot, one over, one across and one up. Like that. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect window. Okay. Yes, yeah, so that was very dangerously close to one of the control crystals. Um, I think I think yep. you saved yourself. Uh, okay. I better make a dexterity saving throw. Um, with the stunning strike, is that done at disadvantage? Uh, I oh. I think he's he fails dex saves, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Go on, check the, um, check yeah, the stun condition. Can't yeah. move, can't speak, automatically fails dex and strength. Go for it. Yeah, you just oh roll. my god. And attack rolls have an advantage as well. Are you okay, Daisy? Six, my friend. Oh wait, Owen. Yeah, you're one of your Eldritch Blasts. Do you want to make it again for me? Yeah, alright. Oh. Actually, I might do both to get to the microphone. Hiya. Oh Hi-ya. Uh, Hi-ya. Hi-ya. <laughs> Talari is walk fuck boy. Um, 13, 13 still doesn't hit, and then the 26 for the second one just means the second one still hits, so that's fine. Yeah, easy. But yeah, I rolled a 19, Owen. That's a, that's a crit. Oh, you did too. So what was your so original my second, damage? So I did 17 damage, Um, so that just gets doubled. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, no, so it doubles the it doubles the dice damage. Um, so your yeah, well, dice damage. Your original ten. So, okay, you rolled so a ten it's... for your for your second um, for your second Eldritch Blast, oh, the one before, because it's the one. My second before. Eldritch Blast. It did. What? How much did it do? Didn't it? Fourteen. Oh, it did fourteen damage plus plus three, um, which was the extra damage from Hexblade's Curse. So we'll double the ten to twenty plus four plus three, so twenty-seven damage. So I'll deal an additional All ten right, damage. Cool. Wow! Sorry. Oh my goodness, this thing is looking. Sections of it have melted. The brass is running down um, off the side of it. You can see a number of gears are now just half half melted and half damaged. There are cracks running through it. The creature itself, one of its eyes has gone dim. Um, and the lightning crackling across its maw and jaws seems to have dissipated. Is it the same eye that Mira's lost? <laughs> yes, it is. Excellent. That's the cruel irony, Kronk. Cruel <laughs> irony. Carry on. Um, oh, 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 1d4 <laughs> Psychic damage Oh no, that's going to be <laughs> no. An injury check <laughs> Amazing um, It's the end of your next turn that it's stunned So it's going gonna, it's gonna to lose its turn as well That's amazing Sun strike is brutal uh, anything, else, um, anything else on your turn, Mira? Yeah, absolutely uh, the Clockwork Dragon is stunned. It gets to make no attacks, no movement, as the gear is finally back into location at the end of its turn. So, Larry, you're up next. Okay. Do it again! <laughs> <laughs> Do it! Do it! I hear Mira's voice echoing, echoing in my ears. Um, okay, so... Yep, okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to um, try and climb up the dragon to get up to where its neck is. Yep. And then uh, flurry of blows and two attacks again. Dope Absolutely. monk shit. Dope monk shit. Dope, dope monk shit. DMS. Yes. DMS. Copyright yeah. of Marisha Ray. Yep. 
I like it. I prefer um, doing maximum damage as a paladin is DPS, dope paladin shit. <laughs> damage yeah. per second. Um, yeah, roll, roll me some attacks. Let's see your attacks against this creature. So yeah, two two strikes with your quarter stuff and then your fists of fury. Although technically um, you're like as you're kicking. Right? Yeah. Right, 19's going to hit, 21's going to hit. Yep. And then. Oh, that's the, the first attack, so 21. Yep, 21 for the first attack because you do have advantage. Yep. And then this is the second attack. 11 doesn't hit, but the 22 means that oh. you, you do. So 21 He's and 22 so far. He's not stunned right now, though, Owen. Uh, end of his end. So it's the end of the next turn, the monk's next turn. Oh, starting, the monks starting at fifth level, you can interfere, interfere with the flow of key. When you hit another creature with a melee weapon attack, you can spend one key point to attempt a stunning strike. The target must succeed on a con save or be stunned until the end of your next turn. It is so oh, OP. Oh wow! Okay. It is it is beyond overpowered stunning strike. So yeah, two hits so far, twenty one and twenty two. Do you want to roll the damages for that first, and then you can do your um, flurry of blows? Yeah. Uh, oh, also, sorry. Um, for yep. the last turn, add five health points back because I misread the damage. Oh, yep. Easy peasy. Oh, um, I, sorry. I'd actually noticed that. I'd already done it. I don't get any health. Sorry. I'd already noticed, oh. but I, I just didn't, I didn't say anything because we, we'd carried on. Yeah. Cool. Right, sweet. Um, and so that is 5 and 10. That's 15, 15 again. 15 damage again. Nice. Nice consistent damage. Oh, boy. Cool. Um, you watch as one of the legs falls off and begins like clawing its way across the ground in a very sort of studded fashion. Um, as it drops off the the, the creature. Excellent. All right, so that that would have been. So I'm I'm up on its I'm up on its neck and on its shoulders, yep. and the first attack would have um, just like once like is is not even like striking like you know like art striking. It's just taking this stuff and just ramming it into its into the um, connection between its neck and its shoulder. Yep. Just trying just pinging out the um, the gears that are there. So it's just, and then that one's fallen off. So then. Is going to, you know what? I'm going to do a backflip off and land where I was before. But in doing right. so, I'm going to, I'm going to um, with my back legs again as I jump off. I'm going to rake up the side of its jowls. Okay. Nice. And that'll yeah. be so that's one claw. Uh, Seventeen hits. And the second. Oh, natural twenty is going to hit. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be very spicy, I think. Natural 20. Natural 20. Natural 20. Yeah, I did. I did a quick thing. Okay, uh, well, the, uh, the claws are 1d6. So I'll just roll. Oh, God, I can hear furious typing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, it's a 1. Oh, five. It's a 1. That's right, a so that's, for the first, that's for the first clause. Do you want to roll for the second clause? Yep, 1d6. And then this would be plus ah, 2, double to 4, plus 4 is 8. 8. Ooh. It's still up, but only just. <laughs> so you carve off a section of the jaw. The jaw is now no longer functional as you carve off. It is just like grasping and gasping uselessly. Um, it is now no longer stunned as that final kick sort of dislodges the gear, which then clinks back into location. And this as the dragon comes back to life again. Um, um, I'm, I've popped a key point for Flurry Blows, and I'll do another one to make him do a stunning. To make him absolutely, do a save. yeah. Let's. I'll roll it again. Constitution save. Fourteen. Oh, 14. <laughs> oh shit. Um, so that meets the DC, so it is not stunned. Oh my god! Oh, wow, yeah. that would have been brutal. 
My poor oh, dragon would have only had one turn. Uh, Ruga, you're up next. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna go straight into it. I'm gonna Eldritch Blast it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna be aiming for that um, yeah, the sort of neck area again. Yep. Um, so yeah, so as um, Talari's done his backflip, moment he sort of black flipped, and uh, he's I've sort of got a good uh, view of the uh, neck again. I'm gonna sort of um, you know, sort of start conjuring up this sort of oh, special green energy absolutely. in my hands, moving it around, and then fling it. Uh, two different beams, sort of sort of speeding around each other and stuff like that and um yeah so we'll do two eldritch blasts do they like 23 that's gonna hit so that's six force damage and oh nine force damage mm-hmm. and the next beam is another 23, 23 but 10 yeah. so 13 force damage yeah they pass under Teleri as he's back oh. yeah yeah it they like sort of passed around you and stuff yeah. and underneath and over you yeah when um, you're doing a backflip it goes underneath and over the tail is the tail the tail is blasted off this creature the neck damaged it is looking like it is so close to death <laughs> and then with uh, heat metal bonus action I'm, I'm gonna bonus met, uh, bonus action heat metal yeah. absolutely let's see that damage it's exactly oh, lethal oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly lethal four damage is all you need so, oh my god so as all that happens, yep. I sort of look at it, it's like huffing and puffing, and I just sort of click my fingers and go, checkmate, and then it just sort of like... The head just drops off. As, as the gear yeah, expands just... and cracks through the armor plating, the head just drops to the floor, um, scattering uselessly as the thing begins to fall back apart into the composite gears and wires and springs that made it up. And you are out of initiative. And I will get 6 HP back from my Hexblade's Curse. Absolutely. And Jeez. I think... I think that <laughs> might be a good note to end on. I reckon yeah, that's good. I reckon. A, I reckon that's good. Um, let me put on Combat Hopeful to finish <laughs> off. There we go. Perfect. I will say this as well. Owen, when you yeah. can, uh, I'll be looking forward to the... I won't say, actually, what okay. Michael, uh, Andrew... Um, sort of drummed up i'm looking forward to when that does appear as well oh yeah no so so what i'm gonna do is i'm not it's, saying it's gonna, nothing so my, my rules are it has to appear within the next three sessions um if someone summons a monster so it will be coming All don't right. worry um oh amazing thank you so much everybody who's been joining us that has been that was a very intense episode um that was that was designed for four three to four of you so you guys handled that really well by yourselves without um Andrew or Simon without uh, Azura or Wiltix. That was really nicely done without without any tank to sort of take the front line. So nice nice work, everybody. Um, yes, yeah, thanks so much, everybody who's joined us. Thank you, um, Everdoa TV and uh, Slybadoop, who came and uh, raided us while we were going through that. Um, thank you, everybody who's been joining us, and thank you, Lucifer, for spending some channel points, some of your inspiration to summon a monster, which we shall see very soon. I think next session we'll make sure we see that. Um, <laughs> nice. But yeah, thank you everybody. We will catch you all again next time. I uh, will be off for the next couple of days. I won't be streaming um, until next Monday. Um, so I'll be I'll be absent for a little bit, but I will try and get this uploaded um, before tomorrow night. Otherwise I won't get it done until next Monday. So I will try and get this uploaded tomorrow night. Um, but yeah, that's everything from me. Thanks so much, everybody. It's been such a pleasure seeing you all. I will see you all again very shortly. Goodbye. See you, everybody. Thanks, guys. Farewell.